1: Yo, what's good, everyone? Welcome to week 11 of Jets episode on winning picks. Oh, my God. The Knicks Jets, it's uh, winning picks weekly. We just recorded the NFL episodes. We did the full slate there. Go check that out. But we are here for week 11 of the New York Jets. Man, Greg, coming off a tough loss versus the Vegas Raiders the whole world ready to honestly to to fire everyone right fire yeah. fire the oc fire the coach cut the quarterback uh with nothing to show for it right on the other side this week honestly we kind of saw that happen it sucks that again we're in the same spot greg it just happened with the vegas raiders where they fired their head coach mcdaniel Daniels, and they got Antonio Pierce, beat the Giants, beat the Jets, both games at home, and now they're off to Miami. Here we have the Bills, who inexplicably lost that game. I can't believe they lost that game versus Denver. I mean, I had Denver winning that game. I did not have it really going that way. Yeah. Or they'd have a 12th man on the last play of the game. Kind of insane. But here we are. They fire their offensive coordinator because of a special team's blunder and because their offense is looking bad. And now they have Joe Brady. And their backs are against the wall. They are desperate. But then so are the New York Jets, Greg. The New York Jets, no matter how you feel about this season, no matter how you feel about the last couple of games, the fact is if the Jets win the next two games, they are staring at the AFC East. Staring yeah. at it starts here. It starts in Orchard Park. The Orchard Park Bills of Buffalo. Beat them week one at home. Aaron Rodgers goes down week oh, uh, play number four. Stadium was wild. I was there firsthand. Xavier Gibson sends me home. New York Jets record me and put them put me on social media a <laughs> hundred times now craziest day ever now we're in week 11 I would say AFC East is on the line or better yet to be honest and really more forthright with it it's loser go home whoever yeah. loses this game has really I don't know what the percentage is in John's world less than 10% chance of making the playoffs Including right. if it's the Jets. You get less than 10%. Because the, the wild card, yes, the AFC North is eating themselves, especially with the injuries. And they're they're everybody has the hardest schedule ever in the AFC North, which makes no sense. The Dolphins have the hardest schedule. And those are the teams that you're staring at. We have the we have the tiebreaker over Denver. Yes, the Chargers and the Raiders are there, but again, they play each other. But the, the division here is here for the taking. You really want the division here, man. Miami Dolphins are scary, but worry about that next week. Here, we got the Buffalo Bills. They're reeling, and the Jets did not make changes to their offensive coordinator, but they did make some shakeups to their offensive roster from what we know, and thank God, Greg, it's honestly 11 weeks too late. Something that I've been screaming about from literally day one of this season, and that is what? In the world, is Michael Carter doing on third down? Why is he in the game? Why is Michael Carter here? This is Izzy's time to shine. This is a long time coming. There's other changes that we don't know about. We could ha- hypothesize that it's Dwayne Brown. We could hypothesize that it's maybe Alan Lazard moving. Uh, uh it could be Al- it could be Jeremy Ruckert. Those are, that, that's all we, that's the only things we could think of, right? And kind of would be nothing, nothing too much of a creation, but, that, but that's the whole offense, right? We talking. We just said offensive line, wide receiver and tight end after the running back room just got moved. So that's the whole team. Like, yeah. What and else The
2: quarterback, the one thing the fans are clamoring for.
1: Where are you going to go? We could sit here and cry all day that we didn't get Josh Dobbs. Some are going to argue we already have no draft picks next year, so why give any up, especially if Aaron Rodgers is coming back? That Some may argue, like you, that Josh Dobbs doesn't really get any wins except for the first game that he gets in there. We told Carson Wentz to go home twice. We're clearly good. We're just going to stay. We're holding. What do you think about this week, Greg? What do you think about the outlook of the Jets? You see what happened with the Raiders after they fired. Their coach. You see, the Bills on the other side doing the same thing with their offensive coordinator. You see the Jets making moves with Michael Carter. What are your thoughts on all these? On on just you know the movements. What do you think about the Jets' outlook this week? What are your thoughts, man? It's Thursday night. Sunday's right around the corner. Almost a standalone four o'clock game. The whole world's going to be watching, man. Yeah, it's kind of scary. Everybody's watching the Bills waiting for them to crumble with Joe Brady. Uh, And everybody's waiting for the Jets to crumble. Everybody's waiting for that 22-18 finish that obviously the Jets are going to win it at.
2: Yeah, dude, it's it's tough. It's been a tough week, tough two weeks for the Jets. And um, I definitely think that changes on Sunday. I think this defense has something figured out on this offense. I get that Joe Brady's coming in, but with one week of prep here, I don't expect too much. I mean, people talk about Joe Brady and LSU and everything like that. They forget that he was in Carolina and stunk. So, you know, sure. I mean, he's going to be good eventually, maybe with this offense. But it just—you could scheme up whatever you want. Something's not right with his offense. I'm not sure what it is. I want to say it's Josh Allen, but I'm sure it's more than that. <laughs> um, and this defense has played well against him for years now, not just not just earlier this season. So. That's one thing to factor in. I can't believe that we're so we just did winning picks weekly. I can't believe that we're seven point underdogs. It's I think crazy. that's crazy. The bill the bills have been reeling. I think that the Jets measures, the Jets, the Jets uh changes that we're making are much more measured and tame because we know like uh this season is so off the rails because of Aaron Rodgers' injury. We don't want to change too much because we were very happy going into the season with what we had other teams like Oakland, like, and like, and the Buffalo bills, like, you're not sure what's working or what's not working. The jets are kind of like in this weird, like, I feel like almost like cryogenic, like just freeze of the team. Everyone stay healthy. And we're just going to, we're just going to try to get to the playoffs here and just try to stay healthy and ready For Aaron Rodgers and if Aaron Rodgers can come back this season we'll put him in the lineup and we'll be good to go because we think we have the team that's going to be good with Aaron Rodgers like we think Garrett Wilson he has two touchdowns on the season we think he's going to have 12 touchdowns with Aaron Rodgers like Brees Hall has less rushing yards than than Cook on the Buffalo Bills we think Brees Hall will be a top 10 top 5 running back in terms of yardage um with Aaron Rodgers. So we're not to, we don't want to make crazy changes. We're okay with cutting the third string running back, but we're not okay with firing the offensive coordinator, firing the head coach or sending Zach Wilson to Tim Buck too. Like <laughs> just everyone calm down. Like we think we have the team. It's just the problem is that 90% of the team went down with an Achilles tear on the fourth <laughs> on the fourth play.
1: So I mean that is just an a, a
2: but yeah, but no. AVT is one percent of the AVT is one percent of the of the equation. Like yeah, the AVT is a huge loss, and it's starting to be concerning. He's been injured a couple times. Like yeah, there's there's a lot there's a lot of factors that have gone into. We're definitely off the rails off the rails. But Aaron Rodgers was not is ninety percent of it. There's still other you know contributing factors for sure. But um, I, I think that's why it's not anything crazy. I think that's why. Robert Sala has kind of been pretty moderate in his responses to stuff. I think that's why you're not seeing crazy things like C.J. Uzama just getting benched in the middle of games because it's all like if Aaron Rodgers was here right now, we'd be up by three touchdowns. But because he's not, we're on the back of quarterback, so everyone just calmed down. And the Jets fan base just can't do that. And the New York media or the, the national media can't do that. That was interesting to see Aaron Rodgers talk about that on the Pat McAfee show. I don't know if it was this week or last week. I can't remember now. But talk about how the Giants are worse than the Jets.
1: I mean, that and question
2: talks was te- about it.
1: That question was teed up, yeah. uh, by uh, by by one of the guys. Uh, yeah, yeah, uh, uh, yeah. Pat McAfee, where he was, he he literally wanted Aaron Rodgers to say the words, "The Giants suck." Why is nobody talking about them? So that's a, a nice little barstool play there, but yeah. Listen, Aaron Rodgers on TV every Tuesday on ESPN. Everybody's watching. That's why this is the story, man. So let's just move on from that. And let's stick to this Sunday. We have Zach Wilson. We have hopefully Brees Hall getting more touches. Now, hopefully things start changing. Yeah. Right. Because there's a lot of. There's hopefully a lot of
2: targets. Like, hopefully, that we throw the ball to Brees Hall a couple times. It seems to work out. I don't get why we're so shy to do it.
1: Yeah. What's the word? It's like, it's like, I don't want to compare this to basketball, but it feels like a little tibsy, right? Where it's like Coach Tibbs and the Knicks, where there's a, a, a lot of stinginess with the coaching, right? Like, Brees Hall, you're not going in on third down, regardless of what happens. Like, why not, dude? Just play yeah. Brees Hall. Like, we, there's no way by week 11, we're thinking about his knee after, especially after all he's been doing. Like, there's no way we're thinking about his snap count. Just put him in the game. You know what I mean? That has to be where we're at. We're in desperation mode. Our backs against, like put Dalvin Cook in like it's fine. He's been doing better. Yeah. If you don't want him in on third down because you're scared of his blocking, then put Brees Hall in. Just put Brees Hall in. There's no way he doesn't want to be in there. Put Izzy in on first down. Like we don't have to, you know, like if it's an obvious run situation, put in Brees at this point and uh, get CJ out of there. We're done with the feelings, dude. No more feelings, Greg. I'm, I'm, with I'm done with it. Alan Lazard, I'm done with your feelings. Like he's gotta he's gotta move down the depth chart. He has to. He's not catching balls. Like, he's not even trying. Let me ask you a, a stupid question. Stupid. Do we sign Robbie chosen Anderson just just, just to have on the practice squad or no? Stupid no. question. Okay. So from our perspective. What happens? If we move Alan Lazard out, there's Garrett Wilson at the one, and suddenly with Corey Davis retiring, with Alan Lazard stinking because of his injury, and we have Xavier Gibson, Randall Cobb better be in there. <laughs> Honestly, yeah. God, Randall Cobb better be in there. I'm, I, he better. And that's going to be our number two, and I guess I'm okay with it for one week. It's not going to be great. Xavier Gibson, are you looking at Malik Taylor and Brownlee? Malik Taylor has been getting some Throws it looks like we have a play call that's called Malik Taylor run 45 yards and hopefully get a pass interference. It worked a yeah, we, long we two.
2: love it late in the game. 50%, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Late in the game, Malik Taylor gets in there and tries to get a pass interference call. I mean, it's crazy to see it week after week, but it's, it's been what's happening. Yeah, I think it's just you got to move Xavier Gibson up until you see something else, like you said. It's it's not about contracts, it's not about feelings, it's about seeing something on the field, seeing guys play with effort. And Alan Lazard, maybe he's banged up, so he can't go hundred percent. That's why he's not moving towards the ball. That's why he's lollygagging on his routes. All right, then you're then you're injured. Then you can't play. Like we need guys that could run the routes, like with, with some pace and with some energy here. So Xavier Gibson, I feel like he's been up to the task every time, every time we've asked him do something, I feel like he's looked pretty good. So At least get him out there. And then, yeah, I think you move up Roundley or Malik Taylor or someone and just, or get Randall Cobb off the sidelines and dressed and ready to go and be like, dude, you got to play this week. I'm sorry you haven't played the last four weeks, but we're paying you money. Like, you have to do something here. What's going
1: on? I just don't know where the solution is, man. And it's so crazy because this offense is here. The honest truth is, and Greg, I want to remember this moment for when I'm in the offseason thinking about how to maneuver this team. Like, I was thinking that Lazard was like this extra pick. It was like this luxury pick, surplus pick. And here we are. Like, not only is he not a surplus because we have nobody the uh, beside him, we have nobody to replace him. <laughs> I mean, there's just nobody there. And the same thing with the defensive line, it feels like, right? So we had so many guys, but Carl Austin's not being active every week. Seems like he's just here to hang as a just in case depth. Will McDonald's not really being active. He's really only active because of special teams. Like really, really, maybe the depth is really not what we thought. What we think Clemens, you know, messed up a couple, you know, with penalty
2: fumble. Dude, I think the defensive line is completely fine. I mean, they were so dominant in that Raiders game, it was Unbelievable to watch compared to the wide receiver side. I agree. I think Lazard was everyone was going nuts about Lazard. You know, I just don't see it. I never saw it. I don't get it. <laughs> he's never put up crazy statistics, so I don't know where all of a sudden Lazard is going to be this unbelievable guy. What do you
1: mean? He's looked amazing with Aaron Rodgers, dude. That don't like don't don't do the He's, don't he's, do averaging,
2: the, he's he he puts up five hundred yards a season, John.
1: Five hundred. What's his? Uh, we'll do some research for our next episode. I did the last Lazar episode. Does.
2: I looked it up. I looked up his season by season stats.
1: Yeah, but what's his? What's his? What's his stats with Rodgers? specifically with Rodgers. Because remember, Rogers got hurt with Lazard too one of those years. Anyway, remember, yeah. dude, let's not forget that Lazard got put down to the practice squad at one point, and then he talked about the story that Aaron Rodgers stuck up for him to come back up. But again, that and
2: that you're talking about one season, which I'm not sure what season it was that Aaron Rodgers got hurt. But Alan Lazard has played every season since 2019. 2019, he had 477 yards. In 2020, he had 450 yards. In 2021, he had 513 yards. Last season, he had 788 yards.
0: BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See betmgm.com for terms. Twenty-one plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call one eight hundred GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington D.C. What's so special about Hero Bread? Soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas. These
2: ultra low net carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at hero.co. This is your invitation to a masterclass in engineering and design. Your ticket to go from zero to 60 with the Lexus Performance Line. A feeling this dynamic is invite only. Fortunately, you're invited. Experience the exhilaration of the Lexus performance line and some of the best offers of the year on select models at the Invitation to Lexus sales event, now through April 1st. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer. That's it. Oh, no, no. I'm
1: talking about 2017. Rogers was hurt. Uh, Alan Zarr wasn't even in the league. Yeah, <laughs> that's
2: what I'm saying. Like he averages 500 yards a season and two touchdowns. Like I don't get this whole crazy <laughs> thing. Like Devonta Adams wasn't there last season in Green Bay, and he average he got 800 yards. Like Garrett Wilson did more than that in his rookie year was Zach Wilson. Like Al, Alan- like the 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 real problem is is that everyone thought Alan Zarr was going to be this unbelievable guy. He's not. He's Corey Davis 2.0. And then Corey I Davis. I wish retired. it was Corey Davis.
1: I wish it was Corey Davis.
2: I wish it was Corey Davis. I agree. And then Corey Davis retired, which if he needed to retire, I'm happy that he did that. But that's an unexpected loss going into the season that you don't see coming before the season even starts. So all, all of a sudden, right. if Lazard's out and Corey Davis is gone, you're you're out of you're out of options. You're down to practice squad, guys. No, no, all you right. know, no
1: I'm shots pulling this at Gabriel
2: Gibson. He's played well.
1: I'm reeling this back in. I'm reeling this back in. How are the Jets? On offense, going to win this game versus the Buffalo Bills, who've been pretty bad on defense without Milano. Looks like Mika Hyde is going to play. Trey White, obviously out. How are the How are the New York Jets with all this, all this nonsense, all the nonsense behind this? Can't score a touchdown. Eight touchdowns, nine games. Worst third down team in fifty years. Uh, only team in the NFL that didn't score in the touchdown on the first drive. Scored our first three points on the first drive last week. If we scored twenty points, we'd be undefeated for the last seven seasons. All this stuff, Greg, right? Obviously, last one's an exaggeration. It's close, though. How are we going how are the Jets gonna
2: win this game? It's very simple, John. Don't turn the ball over. If we don't turn the ball over on offense, we're gonna be completely fine in this game. It is gonna be disgusting. It's gonna be Big Ten football. I've been saying it every so- week since week one. We are gonna run the ball. We are gonna try to pass the ball. Some of those will be converted, most of them won't. Zach Wilson is going to run the football when he needs to. And we're going to win this game 17-7. And it's going to be ugly. And it's going to be disgusting or 13-7. It's going to be be terrible. It's going to be on the back of Greg the Leg, And we're just not going to turn the ball over on offense. That's how we win the game. It's not rocket science, I think. I think it's pretty straightforward. Everyone's freaking out about Zach Wilson. Zach Wilson's not turning the ball over. When Zach Wilson doesn't turn the ball over... We're in games. The problem is, is that we also need to score some freaking touchdowns, and it's tough to watch this team week in, week out, in the NFL not score touchdowns. It's frustrating. I get it.
1: It's not week in, week out. It's year in, year out. Yeah, that's true. That's the problem. Literally year in, year out. That's true. But, yeah, it's, we got to run the rock with, with Breeze. We got to get those carries up. Zach got to not turn over the ball. I mean, every game we won, we won the turnover battle. That's simple. It really is that simple. Um, we got to not lose in special teams. If we win in special teams, we win the game easy. If we if we run back, a, if, we, if we score on special teams, we score on defense, we win. I just, you can't expect it. However, it hasn't happened in a while. I don't really expect three interceptions by Jordan Whitehead to, to win the turnover battle. That'd be nice. But yeah, it would be nice. I don't expect Xavier Gibson to score a touchdown, especially a walk-off. But it would be nice. Yeah. The re- the real reason the real way to win this game is we need an extra blocker on the right. I-, I would just get CJ out of there, put Conklin and Ruckert, and we haven't talked about him yet. My boy is active, Greg. The tight end from Ole Miss. Let's go. Kenny he thought he was dead all these years. He thought I was. He thought this undrafted free agent was a joke, Greg. He's back. I wish I had. I wish I had like his rookie card. I I deserve his rookie card. I deserve to be gifted his rookie card. You've been talking about bo- it for years. <laughs> and Lawrence are getting touchdowns for the Giants. So funny. Anyway, Kenny Eboa, not much of a blocker, more of a catcher. Maybe the Jets. See him as a better catcher than Conklin and Ruckert, Probably right. Worst blocker. Let's get an Uh extra tight. If we we don't have an extra wide receiver, Greg, I was trying to kind of get at this. If we're going to downgrade Lazard, let's say he's going to just get less snaps. But you can't really replace him because you don't really have anyone to replace him, right? Maybe Randall Cobb, maybe Xavier Gibson. But we're really talking about like, it's just Garrett Wilson, right? Let's be real. We've seen... Conklin in the slot. We've seen Kenny Eboa catch balls. Yep. I'm wondering if we just start doing two slash three tight end sets with Garrett Wilson, just figuring it out. Because our tight ends can get open probably better than our third and fourth wide receivers, right? Yes. At, at least the same. Like then, I, don't Conklin, think, I don't think that's a sure. knock. I don't think that's a knock on. like Conklin and Gibson. They should be ca- like they get open probably the same rate and catch at the same rate if you, like, really break yeah. it down, right? And, and so I, I feel like having that extra blocker, bigger guy, getting the mismatch, I really feel like that's how we're going to win this game because that's where they're deficient, Greg. They're deficient in their linebackers. So you're going to run the ball. You're going to attack their linebackers with our tight ends, which is our strength. We got that's That, that that for me, is how to win this game on the other side. Okay, and go little du- And little, uh, one more little thing before
2: we move to the other side. And little dump-off passes to Brees Hall. Yeah, of course. And I've... I've watched Derek Carr throw the ball to Alvin Kamara a hundred times this season. You're telling me we can't find five passes to Brees Hall, and maybe he does something with it. Maybe he breaks it for 50 yards and a touchdown like he did that one game. Maybe he gets tackled for no gain, but at least give him the opportunity. At least give him the ball in space.
1: Yeah, I mean... It's so funny because as what I was about to say, Greg, is the other side. The, my transition was exactly what we're trying to do with our offense with the tight ends. Exactly what the Bills are going to want to do against us with Kincaid. Sure, but also you—I mean, their little tidbit at the end—that's exactly what they're going to want to do. Also, is get their running backs underneath our linebackers. And yes, we do have two of the top tight, uh, two of the top linebackers in the league this year. I agree. However. They allow passes. Like the way to beat the Jets secondary, which they play zone, is to find a mismatch on the linebackers. Get in this case, it's going to be Kincaid or it's going to be Stephon Diggs finding the area here. And we know one thing about Stephon Diggs, him and Gardner, they like to go at each other, man. I can't yeah. call him, uh, you know, you know, Greg. Remember, remember that little thing we had. uh, We meaning the Jets. When Gardner first signed, they said they're not going to call him by his nickname. They're going to start calling him uh, Ahmed Gardner. Yep. I think I'm back to that. I think I'm back to Gardner, man. Until until you until you get me a turnover, you're not sauce. Get me a turnover, you could be sauce, dude. You're not sauce, dude. You're just a you're just a cornerback. Like I think he's just he's just a guy. Like Craig James has more turnovers than you. We cut him. Like like, uh, give me a turnover. Ux are calling you sauce right now. We got Gardner. We got DJ Reed. It's going to be, it's going to be a division battle that we're used to, man. It's going to be gritty. It's going to be, it's going to be loud in orchard park. It's going to be cold. It's going to be dark. Like four 30 in Buffalo is, it might as well be 10 PM. It's going (laughs) to be dark in this game, man. I'm telling you, it's a night game. This is a night game in Buffalo. Something that we're not taking into account. And backs are against the wall. Got a guard. Kincaid. You gotta hold down the run. Nobody can run against us. Just hold down the run. Watch Stephon Diggs versus Gardner. Don't let your ego get into it. And on the other side, they're fragile, Greg. They're fragile. Yeah. Stephon Diggs' brother, who's in the NFL, who was out for the season with the Cowboys, is is tweeting. Stephon Diggs saying, "I don't speak for him. He's just a fan." <laughs> like. Yeah. It, Things, things are on the brink in Buffalo. Yeah. We have to take advantage. We have to take advantage, man. Like, get into Diggs's head. You know what I'm saying? Get have him get a penalty on us. Like th- that that's how you win this game, man. You gotta be gritty. You gotta show the Buffalo Bills that we own you. You 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 be, you could literally smash the Buffalo Bills. It's like the first time, man, that the Jets could actually. Take down a team. Like, I I don't know how else to say. Like, we could actually put a stamp on a franchise because if the Jets, if the Bills lose to the Jets with their schedule coming up and they have a gauntlet coming up and they just fired their OC, they lose to the lowly Jets who can't score touchdowns. (laughs) I mean, that's it. It's over. It's over for them. And we're staring at the AFCs with Miami. It becomes we have the tiebreaker, you know, we beat them twice. And now we're playing Miami, so it's a big game, man. This is yeah. this is this is as prime time, quasi prime time as it gets. Think of how crazy the narrative is going to be
2: if we win this game by like two touchdowns. Like if we <laughs> somehow figure it out and we win this game twenty eight to ten, like the storylines on Monday morning, the headlines on Monday morning, the first topic of everyone is going to be the Buffalo Bills are dead, the Jets look good, and they're battling for first place, handling, convincingly handling the (laughs) Buffalo Bills. And all the shit people have been talking for the last three weeks, four weeks, absolutely wiped away. Completely forget that Zach Wilson's inept. Completely forget that I hate C.J. (laughs) O'Zara more than anything right now. Completely forget that Michael Carter was even part of this team. Just the whole entire season... Can be reframed and redirected and talked about in a whole new way if we come out here and handle the Buffalo Bills like we know we can. It's crazy, Is a great spot to be. We control our destiny here. Just gotta it's go crazy. do it on Sunday afternoon.
1: It's crazy because I feel like we have two primetime games, man. It's 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 one of the stand was one of the two standalone 425 games. Like if you're watching Red Zone. There's only yeah, two
2: games. The, yeah, it's the game of the it's of what is America's game of the day or whatever they call it on CBS.
1: I don't know if it's a Fox or a CBS game, honestly. It's, it's gonna be Fox. It's, it's, Fox. Gonna, it's
2: gonna be what's his name? It's gonna be Tony Romo freaking out about Josh Allen.
1: Is it actually Tony Romo?
2: I hey. think so. Yeah, I think I think it's CBS. Uh, hey Jim. Yeah,
1: I Jim. Look at arm. his
2: arm, Jim. Look at his arm. His arm's so good. Oh, his arm's so good. Yeah, CBS. Is it like I said, I think it's America's game of the week. So it's definitely not the, the America's game of the week. It's definitely not Tampa Bay San Francisco.
1: No, the, no, the 420 There's only 2 425s. It's Rams Seahawks and Jets Bills. Yeah, Rams. 405 Seahawks is, is uh, not Tampa.
2: Rams Seahawks is not America's game of the week. So, two time
1: games. Two more primetime games for the Jets, man. That's four in a row. So honestly, really there's a primetime game in my eyes. Yeah, well, like, technically, are. I don't think the Black Friday
2: game is a primetime game. Do we get to the bottom of that? Is it? is it? Is it? I saw you talking on Twitter this week, Jay Malika on Twitter. Is yeah, it a I primetime don't... game? Is it not a primetime game? What is it?
1: I don't know. Cos uh, from the Daily News, uh, or no, from the Post. Sorry, um, saying that there's a possibility that the Jets could be Jets Texans could be flexed into a Monday night game, which would be crazy because it's going to be a cold. Honestly, if that is, that's a guaranteed W for the Jets. I'm telling you. Uh, a, a MetLife Monday night versus the Texans. It's gonna be cold. I know it's CJ Straub, but we have the defense. He's a rookie. Like we have the top defense. So that's like that's where that's where I'm at with that. So that'd be that'd be yeah. good for the Jets. My question was the Jets already maxed out at six primetime games. However, yeah. other people said that this the, the Black Friday technically doesn't count as primetime, but it's a thir- it's a TNF, it's Amazon. Yeah, Thursday night. Yeah,
2: yeah, it's the Thursday night crew, and it's a standalone game. I mean, it's it's if it seems like as much like prime time as it can get.
1: I know. I, I don't know. I don't know how else it could be more. Pro- so whatever. If it's not great, I would like another yeah. prime time game. I'm not scared. Of the prime time. I the only thing that sucks about primetime games is it's cold sitting at MetLife at night. I mean, that's that's the honest truth. Yeah. <laughs> and it sucks going home at one in the morning uh, after the Jets lose. Uh, and, and you're sitting in the parking lot for four hours. like It just yeah. sucks, and the vibes are different. But anyway, enough of that. Morestead. we need we need Morstead to keep doing what he's doing, but I need the Gunners to man up. Last week, we gave up huge plays, especially before the half, and we didn't field anything. There was two puns that could have been fielded in the five. We have to do better than that. Justin Hardy, I miss you, man. We need to man up in the special teams. Number two, Greg Deleg, you keep it up. Three, Zach Wilson, no turnovers. Four, feed Brees Hall. Five, Garrett Wilson has to be has, is, Garrett Wilson has to be the wide receiver that we think he can be. Yes. Listen, man, I'm so sick of he's get he he's getting away with his name. And It's crazy because he's only a second year player. Anybody else is doing what Gary Wilson doing we're, we're, we're freaking out yes he's having amazing catches but overall he's fumbling the ball when we need it and he's dropping the ball on third downs and we suck on third downs like you need to not fumble the ball when we're driving and you need to catch the ball from Zach Wilson if Zach Wilson gets you the ball near you you have to catch it that's the rule yeah. you got a man up we need the tight ends to to figure it out and we need no penalties on the defense. We haven't gotten one game yet so far, Greg. We haven't got one game so far without penalties that have absolutely crushed us on the defense. Maybe a turnover would be nice, but I don't think we've lost games. I don't think we lost one game where we won the turnover battle. So, 22-18 Jets. FanDuel already knows that's the score because you can't bet on the score. 22-18 doesn't exist. That's it for me, man. Send us off here, Greg. Send us off with some positivity. Send us off with the score. I think it's 23 and then 13. Let me know, And let me know what the Raiders and the Dolphins are going to do. So I know. It's
2: 23-13, <laughs> and I'm hoping that the Raiders win outright. It's that simple. It sets up an incredible game for next week, but I can't focus on that. I'm too busy worrying about the Jets handling business this week against this Buffalo Bills. I mean, like we've said all episode, dude, the, the Bills are reeling to try to figure this out against this defense. This offense is in trouble. I think it's a low-scoring game. I think it's an ugly game. I think Brees Hall. Brees Hall was in the end zone, scored a touchdown last week. I saw it with my own two eyes. It did get (laughs) called back. But I think Brees Hall finds the end zone maybe once, maybe twice. Like I said, 23-13. I like that. I think we get it done. On the back of Greg the Leg. You talked about Tommy Said He's been phenomenal. Greg the Leg's been phenomenal. Special teams needs to be phenomenal. We're going to win the defensive side of the ball. Our defensive team's going to win against the Bills offense. The question is, is can our special teams beat their special teams? Cause then our offense just needs to not get embarrassed, which against this beat up defense. I think the I think the offense can handle themselves. So
1: I'm gonna say something weird. I think I think the a- offense is gonna act different. Yeah. We didn't talk about the the, the the background noise, to say it lightly, when Izzy was the rookie was talking his first ever pregame press conference pre-week press conference. Someone in the back is screaming out, "Michael Carter, Michael Carter! Give me yeah. a freaking break!" Whatever, lo- whatever loser that was, we should cut him. I don't care who it was. I actually don't care who it was. Like, I don't think because there's no way it was Brees, and there's no way it was Garrett. I mean, although I, I honestly would consider like really finding that guy like in house or really doing something. That's that's BS, man. It's really Bush League.
2: Yeah. It's, it's immature. I don't like that at all. I don't like that at all. It's and immature. honestly, it's embarrassing.
1: Yeah, you you really got to coming from the same locker room that was wearing T-shirts of Mike White with Zach Wilson in the same locker room. I mean, give me a break. We got to yeah. man up a little bit. We got we got immature. I hope Aaron Rodgers says a word to them. That's it for this week. Yes. Next week, Jets versus Dolphins for the AFC East. Ooh. I'm here for it, man. I'm here for it. Like and subscribe on YouTube. If you're listening, give us a comment and a star. If you're listening on audio for Spotify or Apple, we out. Team League on Twitter. Next time, we just coming to period.